Welcome back, fam. And I want to apologize for today's episode. Now, I'm not too sure what really was the problem, but I've taken this episode to three different editors and they were unable to remove the cackling um, in the, the episode. However, the episode is a great episode. It's about Rick Delarada, who is um, working with the organization Jazz for Peace, which is worldwide. They do plenty of concerts to help people heal. And that is what this is all about. Um, this week, we were talking about healing through music. Now, um, as I have mentioned before, the episode is great. I mean, the things that he's saying and everything is wonderful. It's just there is a lot of cackling um, in the recording. And it's very difficult for even three different editors to remove the cackling. So this is just a warning that there is cackling the episode itself and the information that is presented is very much needed. I just wanted to come in and let you guys know that before we move ahead. Now, on with the show. And of course, you know, I am your host, Miss Complexity. And today we have a wonderful guest, Rick Delarada. And I believe he is here for a Jazz for Peace. Is it? Wanna travel the world, but for now I'm cruising my city. If you wanna be down with me, then right now fuck with me. Organization that brings nothing but beauty and peace and love, especially through music. So Rick, how are you? Very good, Miss Karma. Thanks so much for having me. No problem. We're glad to have you on the show. Um, how did you get started with this Jazz for Peace? And what is it about? It really started on the morning of 9-11. I um, basically found myself watching the uh, events of 9-11 from the rooftop of my building. While I was watching, uh, I just became overcome with words. And I wrote the words down on a piece of paper. And I called the poem Jazz for Peace. And then the next step was I decided to live up to those words. And that's when uh, Jazz for Peace became a concert at the United Americans Together. Um, it became a benefit concert series that helped over 850 of the world's most outstanding causes. And it also became... Uh, a musical instrument donation program and educational series for children. Oh, it was for children? It started out for children? Well, it didn't start out for children, but as part of the Benefit Concert Series, we also start decided to bring music back into the schools uh, because many schools had had music taken out completely or they claimed they didn't have budgets for music or whatever. And then even schools that had music wanted to bring jazz for peace in. And so to show those kids uh, all the things that you could do once you did learn your instrument and the power of a musical instrument. 
So, uh, you know, we had that. And then the, the instrument donation started all over the world because I would travel all over the world to do these concerts for outstanding causes. And I would bring a musical instrument with me on the carry-on, et cetera, and donate it to the school or to the child or whatever. And so um, all these things started taking off. And now, oddly enough, people are starting to turn to me for advice in solving all of our world's problems. You know, people just want to hear what I have to say, what I think. And sometimes uh, Jazz for Peace is coming up with some of the most exciting uh, solutions. Wow. So you are the go-to guy. How did you or what did you have to endure? Like, were there any obstacles in the way of you starting this wonderful organization? Oh, my God. Were there ever? I mean, um you know, the problem is, Miss Karma, a lot of what we are, we're conditioned, you know, as we grow up. So we have two things working against us. We have one is um, human nature, you know. So there are certain things that if you look at history where we fall into, you know, they could be issues of prejudice. They could be issues of uh, exploitation. All these things you see all the way through history, not just today, but you see them going all the way back to biblical times. You see human beings behaving the same way. You know, I hate to say it, but when we eat bacon and eggs, right? I mean, we stole those eggs, didn't we, from those chickens? Did they get compensated? No, they didn't. No. So we're right away. When we eat breakfast, we're already exploiting. Oh. <laughs> yeah. So it's yeah. part of it's part of human nature. It's part of our history. So when you try to introduce something new, you should expect uh, you know, to receive all kinds of strange pushbacks, etc. Some people don't buy into it just because they're, they are conditioned to receiving the answers only from the people in power. But the problem is, if the problem could have been fixed by the people in power, it would have already been solved. So we have to turn to other sources. And history has shown that all kinds of people come up with all kinds of answers. It doesn't have to be your city, state, or government uh, that could be the only one that can solve the problem. And if you put all of the uh, pressure on them, um, you're, you're taxing the system just by doing that because there's 18 million people in New York City that should have an equal and fair opportunity to solve our problems, not just, you know, the specific person that was elected governor. Mm -hmm. What we found, what we found is that even bigger than everything I've told you is there are outstanding causes who are dedicated to solving those problems. And the very creme de la creme of those outstanding causes are people who are wealthy from their achievement. And the way they achieve things in life was by putting achievement above profit and above personal interests. And so that's what nonprofit's all about. It's about putting your mission statement above your own personal interests. And when you find someone who's really doing that, that's when you see someone who's getting results. And guess what we do? We want to help them. 
Yeah. Yes, we do. You know, when they are the ones in power, the ones that are in power, because they have the power, the big money, they have enough money to stop, block, and shut people down just because they don't feel that the message needs to be heard. Because if we're deceiving people, why would we want somebody coming in and telling them the truth? I make a lot of money off of deceiving people more than I make up money off of telling them the truth. So why am I going to let this person you know, get ahead in this game. So that becomes a battle for us people who are truth seers and, and problem solvers to get ahead because the people in power are full of money. So we have to take those who are, you know, on our level and agree with us and make it a big um, organization like we did. You and know, you, I couldn't agree with you more. And you know that when you, here's the thing: there are systems in place to uh, stop problems from occurring. One of them is a system of checks and balances. You know what I mean? So you have this, you have this organization checking on that organization to make sure that they're not, you know, running, uh, you know what I mean, running wild, uh, 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 breaking rules, etc. But what happens is. As a system uh, decays and the cycle extends, uh, they find ways of breaking down those that are supposed to be watching them. So in other words, if you break down the system of checks and balances, everybody loses because A, the person can now commit these infractions without any, um, without any watch over, without any penalty. And guess what? They destroyed the goodness inside themselves by doing that. And so everybody loses. They lose too because they're not, they have to look at themselves in the mirror someday and say, wow, I'm not even anything close to what I set out to be. So this is the thing that we have to, you know, keep our eyes on. And we have to keep the eyes on that somebody that is maybe not a part of your power system might have a solution. And the crazy thing is people are looking at Jazz for Peace now and saying, oh, my God, your proposal for what's going on in the Middle East is by far the best we've heard. Finally decided to go on that healing soul journey. Wonderful. Connect with your tribe, the others who are healing. Get more information. Get more techniques. Find the people who've been through it just like you, who are ready to heal. Join the Healing Souls membership at www.complexityonline.com. Because we have already done over 850 concerts for the world's most outstanding causes, we know that there are organizations out there that, w that can do the trusted work of their mission statement. And for every problem in Palestine and Israel, there is an organization trying to solve that problem, not having the funds to do it, not, not having the publicity and awareness, not having the sponsors, not having the, uh, uh, the supporters, etc., etc. These are all part of our empowerment tree, which we grow for each and every outstanding cause. And our solution, which I'm going to tell you right now, because I want your listeners 
to write to us and tell us if they have a problem with it. Because so far, both Israelis and Palestinians who have looked at this solution say they would hands down in a landslide vote in favor of it. And this is what it is, um, Karma. There's money already been allotted for war time efforts. You follow me? Governments have allotted, they've already, you know, in their debt cycle, they've allotted for billions of dollars. You, you see it in the newspaper, right? So-and-so wants uh, to have 50 billion, 100 billion allocated for blah, blah, blah. So that money that's already allotted, which Jasper is proposing, is that the Palestinian and Israeli people vote as to whether they want that to be used for wartime efforts or dispersed amongst these outstanding causes too that are committed to their goals of rebuilding Palestine and Israel and the people of Palestine and Israel to help the people of both parties who are both hurting from this horrific, um, you know, this horrific, uh, you know, decades, centuries long tragedy. Yes. And if the, what, if the people say yes, then you know what, let's try it. Let's try to stop the bombing and see what these outstanding causes that have proven themselves for decades to do the right thing can do with regards to relief efforts, with regards to rebuilding, with regards to doing things for the people to enrich their spirit and their soul. Yes, I love that. Enrich their spirit and soul. That's correct. Well, how, um, what do you have coming up? Like, what is the next step for uh, Jazz for Peace? Well, everything that we've done is through the art form of jazz. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually going to demonstrate a little bit of that for you. Uh, we spoke about that, right? Yeah. Right. So uh, basically, you know, a lot of people say, how did you do all that you've done? Well, it, it all came from this music that I'm going to play for you. Uh, just a little sample of, but that I really owe it all to jazz. And and the things we're working on now are quite broad. Um, one, we still have our benefit concert series and we have people working with us to confirm their events following our Easy Steps program. Two, uh, we, have, we're, we still have educational outreach. We still have instrument donation uh, that goes on. But we also have, uh, to kind of give people a laugh, we have a new uh, NFT collection that's called Jazz for Peace Comedy. And it's kind of a, a, of a way to address things um, in a way that is a little bit lighthearted and helps people to educate them, but at the same time, give them a little bit of laughter during these trying times. And uh, these are just kind of little, uh, little side things that we're launching from people who, you know, are fans of what, of our, of our other efforts. Wow. So you have a handful of stuff going on, even though you're still doing interviews and all that good stuff. How can our readers and listeners get in contact with you? Let's say they well, wanted to connect with you for, you know, support or even for you to come out. 
Here's what I suggest. Listen to this podcast. Listen to the little uh, musical excerpt that I'm going to play now so that you hear the jazz we do and you know what we do. And then send an email, your comment. Just send your comment from this podcast to info at jazzrepeats.org. You know, your comment could be anything that comes from your heart. Hi, I love Miss Karma's, you know, podcast series. I've listened to them all. I listened to the one on Jazz Repeats. And I want to get involved. I want to be a part of this movement that is, you know, taking things in the right direction towards being part of the solution instead of, uh, you know, watching everyone else be part of the problem. Exactly. So can we get a, a taste of what you're doing? Okay. So what I'm going to do now is um, I'm going to do a kind of a free improvisation that ends up into a song that was actually co-written by both myself and the great John Coltrane. He's one of the great, uh, you know, one of the great uh, saxophone players. Yeah. Complexity here. And guess what? We are looking for you to be on the show. Do you want to share your triumphing story, your karmic situation? I know y'all tired of hearing about me and my story. So let's go ahead and get into some of you guys' stories. If you're interested in being on the show and sharing your karmic story and how you triumph over it, then by golly, hit that www.complexityonline.com or the link in the description or in the bio and connect request to be on the show until then called lazy bird and it never he never wrote any lyrics to it and um so i ended up being the person who was uh wrote the lyrics to this song uh, it's a jazz standard called lazy bird Okay, and that's going to start out with a, a free improvisation, which which I call free J-A. Uh, and again, the free improvisations I do, they're all unique. This one will be completely unique. And it, um, it, it stands for all of the issues we're facing right now with freedom of speech, uh, you know, the bombing of innocent civilians that we want to stand against uh, in these wars. And also, um, equally as important is the uh, opportunity for journalists to report on what they see and do their job in an unbiased way. Wonderful. Okay, here we go. I'm a lazy bird. Can you hear me okay? Yes, yes, okay, go ahead. Okay.
Gotta be kidding. Where'd you go? Were you able to get hear it okay over there? Oh, there you go. I'm like, well, what happened? Is the song over? Don't do that. <laughs> yes, I loved it. Okay, it I didn't want to. Yeah, I, I didn't know how much time you had, so I I wanted to make it. You know, I just wanted to make. I didn't want to make it too long or whatever. But I play for you all day, Carmen. You know that. Yeah, it seems like um, playing and music is your life. It's like your heart. You enjoy this. And this is what people feel and see when they look at or, or listen to the jazz fifty. Exactly. I'm, 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 I'm so smiling. I'm smiling like I don't know what right now. <laughs> I'm like, feel good, you know? Wow. Right. Well, see, that's the thing. A lot of people say, like, how did you do that? It's impossible. How could you do blah, blah, blah? Well, it's really the music because that music that you just heard cuts through every barrier that is holding us back. I play, I played these. I played for people in Ghana who never heard jazz before and it reached their, you know, you, there's video of it. You can see it touching the people's hearts in Africa or, or, the, or in Pakistan or in, you know, uh, Brazil. It doesn't matter, you know? So that's how I do it. I do it with music, 
the, our American art form of jazz that I, you know, studied and now I contribute my own little flavor to when I play it. And um, it gives people a time out where they can say, hey, wait a minute, we have something in common. This music is reaching me and it's being played by him. And um, we have some common ground. Yes, I love, I love music. I am very prone <laughs> to music i mean any source of music and it's just like it is a calming healing motivational it is everything all in one because of the different styles different genres all types of different music and it just it just fills the the memories right and love and a passion for whoever made it you can feel it through that music and it's just amazing to me. It's amazing to me. Well, there you go. And so what happened is on, um, you know, uh, one, one year after I started Jazz for Peace, I found myself with Israeli, Palestinian, and American jazz musicians at the United Nations. And you would have never thought that anybody was at war, never thought that anybody was in conflict. And they, they, they both said to me, they said, Rick, we love what you were doing. The Israeli and the Palestinian both on the same page saying, we love this. They said, we want you to keep doing this and we want you to bring it to the Middle East. And Ooh. we have a page called jazzforpeace.org forward slash UN, just those two letters, UN. And you'll get to that page and you can see, you know, comments that were made not only by the musicians in the performance, but by people all over the world. World leaders have chimed in. So, you know, it's yeah, and that's little old me. You know what I mean? So if little old me can make a contribution, who the hell knows what if you give everybody else a chance? Exactly. And that is why I have you on the karma of it all, <laughs> because just a little bit. It's all we need because a lot of people are very much interested in connecting. So I do appreciate you, um, Rick, for coming to the show. I am so excited. I would love to invite you back. Um, Great. Maybe we can do a online concert or a podcast concert. Who knows? Yes. So that would be wonderful to explore. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That'd be I'm wonderful. I'm really thinking about it. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad I planted that seed. Look, yes. So I thank you all for tuning in this week. Next week we will be back. And I do have a real big thank you for Rick for coming on and showing us and helping us and putting this smile on my face <laughs> today from Jazz for Peace. I thank you all for tuning in. And this has been the karma of it all. Each one, each one, remain true to you. Deuces.